0: The Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining us with today. Joining us today, and uh, man, it's exciting because this has really been uh, an amazing week. The Our podcast here had our greatest single day of downloads that we've had since we started the podcast. It's just been incredible, uh, the response to this new message of the year about the 15 daily habits that you can practice for a successful year, and I'm really, really, really thrilled because we've been doing these podcasts for a while, and to not really have the sort of advertising and promotion that most podcasts have in order to get the the numbers uh, we haven't gone that way for for a lot of different reasons There's nothing wrong with that by the way at all i've I've done those very things with books and and church and stuff like that so I'm by no means opposed to it but just hasn't hasn't been something we've done Uh, but uh, thanks to our partnership especially with the pray app and pray.com and the sunday service where i spoke that response then that came along there uh, just uh, kind of propelled the podcast so if you're listening on the pray app Hey, thanks. You're you're part of a whole new group of people that are joining in on this podcast, as well as those of you that listen on Spotify and Apple and Amazon and all those different ways that many, many people do in many different ways. But it is uh, certainly exciting for sure to have to have a a larger audience and uh, especially as we talk about this first of the year and what can we do to make this a dream year and last week we had the beginning of that four-part series we're going to do on dream year with live the dream and now today we're going to talk about focus your life because you can't have a dream year without focus that never happens, never has happened, never will happen and will require focus for sure to be able to see it become a reality. Uh, By the way, uh, you can listen to the Sunday service. It's still up there. If you uh, want to listen to the Sunday service message that I did, uh, that would... uh, Uh, be available. Just uh, look up Sunday Service and Rick McDaniel and you can listen to that message. The response has been absolutely phenomenal. I'm so excited and pleased by how the message is doing exactly what I hoped it would do, which is just inspire people, encourage them to really uh, step out in faith and practice faith and belief and it makes such an enormous, enormous difference. So If you need uh, encouragement and and it's different because that's me speaking, preaching as opposed to me doing a podcast and and there's a different energy there and a a live uh, environment, lots of people and uh, speaking. So uh, if you like this podcast, I think you'll really like like that and like listening to it. So I encourage you to to do that. As well as the Daily Devotion Show, which is also on the Pray app, that you can listen to what has got to be now close to like 190. different recorded devotions that you could, could listen. So imagine how many days you could go listen to one of those devotions. If you went Monday through Friday, it'd be close to a year. And, and frankly, we'll have enough content that it will be a full year that you could listen in 2023. So that's another great option for you as well as the other largest app in the world. I'm on the largest prayer app, pray in the largest Bible app, the Uversion version app. And I got five different, um, plans that you can can do on uh, on the Uversion Bible app these reading plans are all five day plans your breakthrough year is the latest one that is out there this is living uh, best life believe uh, there and turn uh, setbacks to comebacks all those are available all five of those plans are available for you to to read. So lots of good stuff out there for you to take advantage of. But let's just jump in here today as we continue what we started last week about a dream year. What would it take to have a dream year? And what I want to share with you today is something that I myself went through about 17 or 18 years ago that changed my life. And I believe it can change your life. What happened was I had uh, started a church and uh, had just worked incredibly hard for over a decade and grew the church and, and uh, built a big building. And, and when that happened, after that happened, uh, the church council came to me and said, hey, we think you should, you know, you have a well-deserved break, a little sabbatical that you could take and kind of take a little rest. Now, in the academic world, sabbatical is like a whole Year, it's like a whole academic year, and then in different settings it gets shortened. And you know, back this many years ago, it wasn't as popular as it is now, but there was this thing called a summer study break that it existed in some churches uh, through the years. I can remember reading books in which. The author would basically say, I wrote this book on my summer study break, that sort of thing. So I was hoping for a summer off, but uh, that wasn't possible. So it really came down to about four or five weeks, I suppose, is what the, what the break was. And, and um, uh, that just you know could involve anything that I wanted to involve. I went on a trip with my dad, a place that he had always wanted to go, which is Banff, which is in the Rockies of Canada. Incredible place, uh, just these glacial lakes that are blue. If you have ever seen the pictures, and you think, I wonder if they did something with the filters. No, they really are blue. the The reflection of the sun off of the ice that's in the glacial lakes just creates this incredible, incredible picture. Uh, so that was something I wanted to do with my dad because I'd wanted to take a trip to Italy with my mother, and unfortunately. Uh, my mother passed away before that was able to happen. She or She's Italian and her father were, moved from Italy and emigrated to America. I always wanted to do that. So uh, that's a lesson learned, by the way. I regret that I have that I didn't do that with my mom and I made sure I did it with my dad. And then there was some other um, travel and some study involved. And then I went and did this focus exercise process that I want to share with you today that again is just really changed the trajectory of my life because out of that came the, the launching of the high impact living broadcast which uh, has had s- several different iterations it was uh, at one time on one place and light source and those were that was video and, and then audio messages for me speaking and um it has turned into what you hear on pray and this podcast lots of different uh ways it, but that's where it all started it also had me resuming my writing career I'd actually written two books earlier in my career and then I stopped when I was starting the church and 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 um raising my kids and then I resumed my writing career and, and again that's uh, you know, that's, that's where I am today as speaker and writer. The very things that came out of this, although this was, again, 17, 18 years ago, and really just in the last few years has it come to its full fruition, but it's certainly working in that direction for a number of years because there were many, you know, books and things written and uh, broadcast and all those sorts of things. But now this is my full-time gig and what I do all the time. So, it's, it, it had such an impact on my life, and I just want to share with you how I did that and the, the sort of the background behind it and the very practical things that I did that I hope that you will consider doing. And let's just really start in terms of focus with this idea. You know, you really have to just understand, you know, who you are. If you assume that everyone's like you, then you never will look for your uniqueness, So let's just begin with this basic understanding. You're you're unique. You're one of a kind. You're who you are is different than anyone else. You know, that's it. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't people like you or people have similar strengths to you, all that sort of stuff. Sure, that's true. But there's only one you. And God doesn't make junk. He makes masterpieces. He's very happy with, with the way he made you. And his desire is to work in your life to to finish what he started the bible says in philippians that god's begun a good work in you and he'll 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 complete it he's working on the completion of it so that's how you have to to see yourself is just someone that god's working on a work in progress we all are works in progress and then a few chapters later in philippians where paul then says you know this one thing i do and this that's the focus phrase this one thing, this one thing. That's the, that's the thing I want you to get today. This one thing can't do everything, but you can do one thing. Listen, what's easy for you. It's not easy for everyone. And what's hard for you. is not hard for everyone. That's the thing that, that makes us unique. You know, just really understanding ourselves, like how am I wired up and gifts and strengths and Personality and passions, and all those things. You just got to understand yourself. There's nothing that will replace that. I like the 80 20, the Pareto principle. The 80 20 principle applies to so many things, it's used a lot in. Nonprofit settings to talk about, you know, eighty percent of the people, uh, or twenty percent of the people give eighty percent of the money. Twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the volunteering. You know, those sorts of things. A lot, of, lot, 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 lot of truth in that from somebody who's been in that field for for many years. Um, it's used in economic Pareto was an economist, so it's used in that way as well. I want to use it uh, this way in terms of strengths and weaknesses. So this is the first of many things I'm, I'm gonna ask you to do so I hope you got a piece of a paper and a pen if you're if you're you know you like to listen to the podcast while you're driving or something that's great but this is one that you're gonna need uh, you can listen to while you're driving but you're gonna need to go back and get your pen out and paper because I've got a number I mean a number of things you'll need a full sheet of paper before we're done today but here's the first one eight strengths and two weaknesses. Eight strengths, two weaknesses. Not eight weaknesses, two strengths. Which, to, unfortunately, so many of us think that way. We think negative instead of positive. So we're always focused. We think about what we don't have instead of what we have. Um, that's not the way to 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 go in life. I talked about that last week in terms of live your dream. It's it's it can't be uh, life can't be you know so much. We don't even have a dream because we know what we don't want more than what we do want. We need to focus on what we do want. That's important regrets come not from the things we did but the things we failed to do. So let's get on the right side of this eight strengths and two weaknesses. All right? Here's another. Eight positive and two negative adjectives to describe you. Eight things you could say about yourself and two that are positive and two that are that are negative because no one's perfect, but it shouldn't be 50-50, it should be 80-20. So what, what can you say about yourself that is positive versus a couple things that you would say are negative? You need to center yourself on your uniqueness, on your strengths. You focus your life, now listen, by focusing on your strengths. You focus your life by focusing on your strengths, not focusing on your weaknesses. I think the best thing that you can do is not try to work on improving your weaknesses, but on strengthening your strengths. That doesn't mean you don't do anything about your weaknesses. I do. I ha- I I um, am by nature not an impatient a patient person. I am an impatient person. I have grown greatly. In that area, especially in long-term patients, it's. I'm amazed. I'm in something right now. I've just been waiting so patiently for like a month. In the old days, I could have never done that. Uh, But and I've been able to do a lot longer than just a month. Still, still not so great when I'm sitting in traffic or standing in a long line. But uh, gotten better. And there's nothing wrong with trying to work on a weakness, but. That's not going to, that's not going to be the thing that's going to fulfill, uh, my life's calling destiny. That's not the thing that's going to allow me to see my dreams come true, uh, is just getting a little more patient. It's an important character quality, but it's the strengths that are going to bring about the reality of the dream. So you need some time to reflect, to, uh, you know, um, just really reflect, um, on your life, not just live your life. This is what so many people do. They spend so much time just living that they never do any reflecting. and then they again they're, uh, they don't they never see their dreams come true. If you think about it, do you, have you ever really gotten like a great idea like in the middle of a busy work day? Not really, no, that's not how it happens. Most of mine have come in the early hours of the day when it's quiet and I'm, I'm praying and, and, and talking to God and God just drops these ideas in my head. Yeah, you might, you might get one just driving without any music or anything on or maybe in the shower or something, but it's in the quiet moments. And, you know, you can do the reflecting, of course, in a number of, of different ways, you can take some time at the beginning of the year and do like a little retreat. You could um, take like a morning each month, just one morning each month and really reflect. You could take an hour each week. I mean, there's, there's ways to do it. I mean, we're talking about no phones, no email, you know, no work, no family. I went away with uh, my staff for years uh, at the beginning of the year uh, for a planning retreat. But I always went before the rest of the staff came. The first day I spent by myself, then they joined in. So you can do it that way. Maybe, an, you know, a morning a month might be the best way to do it, frankly, because the morning is enough time to get in to pass just like an hour a week and an hour a week. You know, it, it, you know it's, it's maybe easier to just plan out in the month to be able to do that. You you look at your schedule, and again you don't prioritize your schedule. You schedule your priorities. You put your priorities into the schedule. You you know you just look at you look at possibilities. You look at burdens that that challenges problems. You look at all these things, um, but most of all, of course, is you're really just reflecting on what we're about to jump into here, which is this is. This is who I am. This is me, my greatest strength, where I need to be focused. And so what am I doing to make that happen? Because when you're doing that, that's how dreams become reality. It's not magic. It's not pixie dust. It's not you wake up one day and ooh-la-la, it happened. That's That's not how it works. It works with focus. It works with a, a, a continual focus and this mo- say monthly time of reflection could be weekly, certainly yearly to just get you in point in the right direction. These things are what make dreams become reality. So back to your pen and paper, okay, just questions to help you to have a clear focus. What do you need to grow in? What is it that where do you need to grow in order for your dream to become a reality? Here's another. What What do you need to do to be ready for the opportunity? Because before God brings the opportunity, he, he, he needs to know we're, we're ready. Because we have to see it and then we have to seize it. And in order to seize it, you have to have prepared for it. The old classic definition of success, when preparation meets opportunity. You prepare, the opportunity comes, and voila, you have yourself a dream fulfilled, a dream year, success the way that you envisioned it would be for your life. So what I want to share with you is some stuff that I... Got when I went through this a number of years ago, as I mentioned, I was using materials from the Master Planning Group, which is a, an organization that Bob Beal and I mentioned his name briefly last week. It's an organization that he leads, and I used his materials on focus to try and focus my own life. And again, it was life changing because at that point in my life, I had um, achieved a lot of things that I'd wanted to achieve and was pretty happy with where I was at. But I knew that it wasn't enough. It wasn't going to fulfill me if I didn't really look at my life and say, okay. You know what? What is it? How can I maximize my life? I I used to talk a lot about maximizing your potential. You know, fulfilling your God given potential. And in order to do that, you have to have like laser focus. It's the only way. It's the only way it'll happen. I'm telling you, it is the only way. So as I work through these materials. what Beal really wanted was for a person to nail down their single greatest strength. Remember I started with eight strengths and two weaknesses, right? but like get it down to just one and then all your time and energy goes into maximizing that one strength. And, you know, that's that's not easy to do. Um, I recognize that. Believe me, I had my challenges and struggles with it. You know, it took me a few days to kind of work through that, to get to that, to get to that place and even some resistance. Like, oh, just one thing. Why can't it be two or three things? So let me just tell you what I ended up that process again, like 17, 18 years ago. Here's what I came down to. The greatest strength, my greatest strength, communication, spoken and written. So there's, you know, so there's a little bit of wiggle room. So it's one thing, but it, it has more than one expression as both a, a spoken and a written expression. And so what happened there is that's when I said got to resume my writing career. I've written two books, but I got a lot more. And since then, I've written six more books. That's that's what happened out of that went from two to eight. And frankly, I'm almost finished with book number nine. Then, as far as the spoken, was having a, a vehicle like a broadcast where my messages could be heard by far greater number of people than just in one local place in Richmond, Virginia. That happened. Those numbers went up and up. And now this Sunday service that I just did with pray, the numbers are... Um, I haven't gotten them yet, but they're, I'm sure they're, they're just going to be massive. They would be larger than you could ever do, say, in any one local place. The numbers are that big. The writing, also the writing, I started writing for Fox News and, you know, had one article, 1.7 million people, just to give an example. So these numbers are, that's how I was able then to start maximizing my one single greatest strength of communication, So that's the thing you have to do is boil down your strengths into one thing. This one thing, again, Philippians 3, this one thing I do, Philippians 3, 13, this one thing I do. Just what is the one thing? What is that one singular focus? The good work, Philippians 1, that God's doing a good work in your life, you're in process. Okay. Now, what's the one thing that there is such incredible power? Lasers, right? Why are lasers so powerful? Because they're incredibly focused. There is great, great power in focus. So this is, again, on your paper, you're writing it down. What is my single greatest strength? Now, at the beginning of this year would be a good time to just stay with this. What one word best captures your focus for this year. What's that one word that would capture, you know, your, your focus for what it is that, you know, you, you, you want to do in this year. And that's, you know, that's, that's really, it's really a good thing to do is to have the the one word. Now, again, I, the same thing, I, I was introduced to this concept Years ago, I understand that John Gordon, for instance, now talks about this idea of the one word. But in my experience, goes back even before he got to talking about it, even though he's great. I recommend him. I mean, I'm not throwing shade on him by any means. He's 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 got it together. His materials are great. His stuff is great. And the one word thing is good. But I was just fortunate to be introduced to it, you know. 17 18 years ago but it's really a good thing to do and and you say well what kind of word you know what would you know like what would be some examples well you could have a word like forward or greater or breakthrough or comeback you know what what word or growth or you know there's there's all kinds of or impact you know there's all kinds of 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 words my word for this year is breakthrough because I, I want to break through in a couple of areas in, in, uh, that I really haven't broken through before. One big one, but really two. So, of course, you know, within those two are a lot of sub-breakthroughs, <laughs> sub so to speak. So, But what one word would really capture, like, you know, the dream that you have for, for this year? So that's another question to ask yourself. Here's another. What three things do you most want to accomplish? There, there's a whole science, by the way, to this three idea, three you know things and threes. It's fascinating. I, I couldn't even begin to get into it, but it's, it's really fascinating. I can't tell you the number of messages I've done through the years that have three points, but it is the vast, vast, vast majority of all that I've done. There's something about it. What three things do you most want to accomplish in 2023? Here's another one. What three roadblocks, again, with the breakthrough theme, need your immediate attention? In other words, uh, how are you going to get past the things to get to accomplish what you want to accomplish? And 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 you know, say, well, you're the you're the positive guy, Rick, the inspiration guy. You know, you're the encourager. Yes, but I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, blind. Uh, I'm not foolish. I'm not silly. I understand there's roadblocks. I understand that when you want to get to where you want to get to, you got to go through things. And, you know, you can go around them and you can go over them or you can go through them. You know, there's different ways to do it. Doesn't all have to be the same way. Uh, So that's there. But there are roadblocks. Here's another. What three steps can you take? Starting right now, what's the first three steps you need to take in this new year? We're still in, in January now, so we're not at January 1st, but we're still in the first month of the year. Barely, I realize barely, but we're still there. So what three steps, what are the first three steps to take this year, 2023. Here's another one. This is a classic Bob Beal. This is him in a nutshell. This is how he just phrases things. What three things can you do this year that will make a 50% difference in your life? That is a very probing question. What three things could you do that would that would make a 50% difference? You know, because there's lots of things you could do and they can make a difference. But if you're going to identify three things that are going to make a 50 percent difference, half of everything uh, substantial and different in your life this year is going to happen because of three things, you know, that that's going to cause you to to do some serious thinking and reflection. So those are some some questions. But let's just kind of circle back for a moment and just go back to this idea that you're unique and it's really about discovering your uniqueness and it's good to start with eight positives and two negatives. It's good to, to look at adjectives to describe yourself. But you've got to take some time to really reflect and really get down to what's the one thing. Like, what's the one thing? What is the one single greatest strength that I have? The thing that I am absolutely best at and, and and the thing that will, as I said last week, and if you haven't listened to last week's Live Your Dream episode, you, these go together like hand in hand. You got to listen to that where I talk about, you know, the congruent, you know, it's got to be congruent. So your dream is always congruent with your strengths. You know, if you say my dream is to be a professional basketball player and you're five foot nine, then it's probably not going to happen. I mean, there's, an, you know, there's always that occasional exception, but it's very rare. And uh, so it's congruent with your strength. So you got your strength, you got your dream, and you put it all together and you are on your way, focused. And this focus will just really drive you. Again, I did this 17 or 18 years ago, and I am where I am today. And I've got some really exciting year ahead of me where more dreams are going to come true. But it all starts here with this focus. So work on that. Take time. You'll be glad you did. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.